Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about is mothers it, today. It, oh, it's rolling. It's always... Oh, well, here's the thing. We have this conversation. Always be recording. As soon as I start, I, I hit record. And then I just cut this out. Are you angry with me? No, I just... You're not listening to me. I'm talking to you plain as day. I never listen, though. Oh, you need to start. <laughs> I don't. Oh, are we waiting for Father's Day to do that? When's that? Oh, Jesus See Christ. what I mean? <laughs> See? Welcome back to Corn Talks. I am Emma Tuss. And I am her dad, Brandon Tuss. And today's episode, we're going to be going over moms since Mother's Day is, is today. Is today. Is today. We are doing something we have never done in this show. And that is we are dropping on a Sunday. Because it's a very special day. It's not just any Sunday. No, it's not. It is Mother's Day. Mi Madre's Day. Gross. Yeah. It's Mother's Day, and we love our moms here. We love our moms. All the things that moms do for us, they're always there to pick us up and give us Band-Aids and make us bologna sandwiches and hit us in the butt with wooden spoons. I mean, they are always there for us. Right. And for today, we're going to be going over some, like, fun mom stories, personal experiences, and just really go into our love of moms. Yes, this is our love letter to mom. Yeah. And interestingly enough, you never batted an eye when I said something about being cracked over the butt with a wooden spoon. Do you no. Do you understand what that is? Uh, yes. Well, when we get to that part, maybe I'll tell a little story about my mom. Well, why not start now? Bringing down the hammer. Well, I want to start with you because really the motivation behind this episode is all around you and what you wanted to talk about, your amazing mom, Steph Tuss. Hi, Steph. How are you? Yeah, my uh-huh. mom's... Do we call her Steph or do we call her mom? She's both. Okay, she can be it. anything she wants. But my mom, Stephanie Tuss, lead coach David Nagel, she She's a is, CEO now. That's an old message. She's a CEO I know, but now. I love it. It's been a meme in my head for years. <laughs> That's great. But I love my mom. She's sick. She's so cool. What makes your mom so special? Because, you know, here's the thing, and I will say this, at your age... You know, there can sometimes be a little angst around moms. There can be a little bit of that teenage, you know, anger directed towards mom because moms, you know, tend to maybe they ride you too much or they're on you about this or that. I don't think your mom does that. But so I guess what I'm trying to get at is how how does she help you in your day to day? Just continue to crush it because you're an amazing kid. And that can't be from your dad. I mean, not all of it anyways. Yeah. But basically, I would say, like, with my mom, we never had, like, a rift between us while I was growing up because there was always constant communication and, like, checking up. And even when I was going through weird phases and I wasn't talking or, like, eating a whole lot and I was just, like, in my room and not feeling super good, she'd still be like, hey, what's going on? Like, she wouldn't, like leave me alone about it and also comes along with getting like proper help for things like that like she never she never like put anything above her kids she's the queen of the check-in yeah and it's it's great because if you live in a household full of non-communicators 
like we are. I am for sure because you of mom. You are, but you don't, but because of mom, yes. But you don't come right out and say, if something's bothering you, you won't say, something's bothering me, leave me alone. You'll kind of get really silent and quiet. And the reason I know that is because I do the exact same thing. And I know it triggers you when I say you're kind of like me, but in a way you are, but you have gotten so much better because mom sort of pulled that out of you. Because if you hold in all those emotions, especially as a, as a young girl, not that I ever was one, but if you hold all those emotions in, then it kind of, it, it, it's not good. So mom is good about pulling that out of you. And I have to choose my battles too. I don't, I like to be quiet a lot. Like being quiet's nice. And then after when I'm ready to talk about things, I will eventually, which is which is pretty good. But sometimes the the checkup can be not so wanted. But thankfully, I'm never like angry with her. I'm more just like, "Hey mom, maybe not right now." But it's so sweet she thinks about it in the first place to come and talk to me about it. I'm sure a lot of moms she, don't. She goes upstairs. She goes up like 24 stairs. Yeah, she goes upstairs to the top of yeah, our mansion. to my room. And she talks to you when there's stairs involved. I like that is, that is the number one deterrent for me to come. I don't even know where your room is, yeah. to be honest with you. you All I know is it probably stairs. smells like rose water. It probably smells just delicious. It smells like a donut shop in there. And it's super just clean. <laughs> and it's super clean. It I'm actually sure. is super clean. Yeah. Yeah, it smells it's like fresh it's air. It's another thing that, you know, mom does for us is she, she, she always wants us to better our best. I think that's why I love my wife and your mom so much is because she's always looking and she sees the good in everything. Like sometimes yeah. it can be kind of annoying because I can be kind of a pain in the butt. Yes. But she can totally, thank you for agreeing with that, <laughs> she can totally see the good in all things. Even if even if something's really, really bad, she's got just such a sunny disposition. And that's why it's so scary when she's not seeing the good thing and then I get nervous because... You know it's bad when mom thinks it's bad. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. This is where I'll tease the Father's Day episode. This is where I swoop in, Superman style, because honestly, I'm being truthful, all joking aside here. When she's down, I'm always up. Like, it's so funny how our relationship works. Like, when I'm down, she's up. When she's down, I'm up. We are never both down at the same time. If that ever happens, that is apocalyptic. Well, that's how me and Bailey kind of are. Like whenever True. I'm doing, I'm like thriving. She's kind of struggling. Whenever she's doing well, I'm struggling. It's really unfortunate. Yeah. I wish it wasn't that way. I wish we could both be having the same time. But it's good to have someone like that who you can trust in that you know if you're having a down day that you're always somebody there to bring you up. Like that's why I think I got a lot of my sense of humor from, you know, my family, like my mom and, and her family, they're all very, very sharp witted and funny and smart. And I know my mom wouldn't say she's funny, but she is. She's just I like, she's, yeah, you she's totally a lot of fun. Yeah. She's, she's quirky. She's funny. She's very quirky. She just does <laughs> things that, you know, you say to yourself, like, did you just really say that or just really do that? But she's always been like that. But I think that's where I get a lot of my, you know, uh, sense of humor from is from, you know, my mom and her ability to hold it together because growing up, you know, my dad worked, you know, all over the state and he wasn't home during the week. So it was really my mom, myself and my younger brother, Brett, and we were nightmares. Like we were, yeah. we were nightmares, honestly. I, I mean, it's probably hard for you out there to believe that I was like anything but perfect because right. right now I am. But looking back on it, we were terrors and she held it all together. Now there were times when I made her cry and I know this episode isn't about uh -huh. that, but it's like, 
you know, when you're a teenage boy, you don't want some girl telling you what to do. And then when my mom told me what to do, I'm like, forget this. So I was a little bit off the rails. And that's where the wooden spoon comes in. Like she used to chase me to kind of threaten to paddle me with a wooden spoon. Oh, like high school age? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) You just admitted to high school age? No way. It was like my freshman year of college. But anyways, no, this was when I was probably, I don't know, elementary school. Like that's Mm. when I really started to test the waters. And I got to the point where she would come at me with a wooden spoon and my mom is like the least violent person on the planet. She was just kind of waving it. But when she would try to take a swat at me, I would put my hand back and I had, I figured out that if she hit me on my wrist in a certain spot, it would snap the wooden spoon in half and it wouldn't hurt my hand. So she went through probably five Are wooden spoons kidding? in like two years. Yeah, you wouldn't know this because you're you're from the generation that didn't get spanked. I don't, I don't get which beaten. is great, which is great because I don't agree with like throttling, um, you know, children or paddling their backsides. <laughs> but it was kind of funny because then I would pick up the wooden spoon after she swatted me, and I remember holding it, being like, <laughs> "You were such a jerk." I know you almost said the d word, but I, I am. Did. I am <laughs> the d word. I don't look back. I don't look back on that with very fond memories but i do remember she is the least violent person she's I've ever not met. threatening not at all also i have a spanking story i oh. was i was spanked one time and it was because i went in the street and mom said no and i said i'm going to the street anyway and then i did and she got so mad at me let's unpack that a little bit because you're not telling the whole well, story i wasn't really there there well here's the thing i was there and i watched it and i watched the whole thing and you were being a little misindependent i don't even know how old you were you were little and you were standing on the curb and mom said don't you go in that street and you started to go in the street and you and she said if you step foot in that street then i'm going to come down there and spank your butt and you looked at her you looked at the street you looked back you <laughs> took your toe and you went boop right in the street and then mom came and i honestly think you kind of wanted to run away a little bit at that point <laughs> and she caught you and she gave you a little tiny pat on the butt it wasn't even that bad no but yeah. it was so it was so defiant it was miss independent emma testing the waters which we all do i want her back she seemed cool yeah yeah i don't remember miss independent emma well i just remember the amazing woman you are today Aww. This is mom's episode, That's not true. my episode. Sorry, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, geez, take it back right Seriously, now. Seriously, I'm taking it back. Moms are great because they're usually pretty good cooks. And mom would say that everything she makes is the best thing that's ever been made ever. That's like true. Every dinner we she give says, her a hard time about we it. We do, but it's funny and she can take it. But every dinner she's like, you know, this is so good. And we're like, why? And she's like, because I made it. Yes. And we're like, yeah, we know. Oh, man. But like... I bet she loves making food for us. Like she really she like does. Well, you know why? She's got a she's got a pretty high profile position, like I said in the beginning. She's a CEO of a company. Uh, and she does a lot to keep that company going. And she's been doing it for over ten years. And it's an escape for her to be able to provide. And another thing you need to know about Steph, your mom, is that, you know, she's Norwegian. And Norwegians show love through food. So, you know, mom's grandma, great grandma Doris, Mm -hmm. she would always have food coming at you. Like I was probably 40 pounds overweight and she's like, hey, you need to put some skin on, you know, some skin on those bones. Didn't she call you fat? She did later on (laughs) after I continued to eat her eight slice of pie over the course of three years. Every time we went there, but 
getting to the point, they always had food. And that was a way to show love. Now, the funny thing about mom is during quarantine, I've really noticed this, is that I feel like she's the witch from Hansel and Gretel because she's feeding us all this food and making all this food. And then she doesn't even no. eat. She eats it, but she she eats politely. We, on the other hand, devour the chocolate chip cookies, devour whatever, so whatever sort of dessert she put out there. We were just eating it. And I said to her, I'm like, I see what you're doing. I see you. You're fattening us up. And she is just like, no, I'm just making fun things. You know, I think it's like a thing where people who are losing weight like to see others gain weight. Cause it's, it's, it's like comforting for them. Yeah. Maybe. It's, it closes because, the gap. And also they can, they, she the can live through us eating the, the yeah, gluten-free pop tarts she made for us. And stuff. Oh, I forgot about gluten-free pop tarts. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. And I, I mean, I very easily said, Nope, I'm going to sit here with my carrot sticks and I'm going to do this. Nope. I go right. I had the cookies. I mean, we we do try to eat gluten free, and we don't eat a lot of sugar yeah. here. But at the same time, she's like slimming down like crazy, mm-hmm. and then here I am. I feel like I'm going the other way. And she is like a really, really talented baker slash chef. Too. She is. There is Those, nothing she can't do. Honestly, honestly, I feel like Wonder Woman is her biopic. Mm-hmm. I feel like she is a is a Wonder Woman type character because. She's got the beauty, she's got the bronze, and she's got the heart of a superhero. She is my superhero, and I'm sure she's your superhero, too. I just, absolutely. She's my number one role model. But I do, I do find it really funny when, after all week of working so hard and spending hours and everything, and then it's like Saturday and Sunday, and she can't sit still. She's like, walk, a golf cart ride, I want to bake something, want to like paint a wall, and I'm like, dude. Like take a yeah. breath, take a bath, have a spa day. Like, you she, know what I mean? She has always struggled with that, Ams. Like she, she has always how. been, cause she's so go, go, go. When she does have time like that, I think she's afraid she's going to have time, have a hard time starting back up again. Meaning that if she takes an extended break from something, even two days being an extended break, uh, she will have a hard time getting back into the flow of things. And I can attest to that too, because like whenever we go on the weekend, I usually close my lid on Friday and I don't open it up again on Monday. Mom doesn't do that because she's always thinking about the business, but she's got this uncanny ability. Another superhero trait of hers that I love is she can think about work while simultaneously thinking about you and Bailey and making sure that you're well taken care of, thinking about me and making sure I'm taken care of and everything's okay. Like she can spread her focus on a myriad of different things and none of us feel as if we're, we're lagging or lacking. Yeah. I think that's pretty and, cool. And I think her like inability to sit still maybe a Sorensen trait. Because I'm thinking of like grandma and Aunt Anne and they have never been. No, they go. Like, they're Energizer bunnies. Yeah, they just have all the energy in the world and I don't get it. They do. I mean, it's just it's they're, they're just addicted to movement. They just got to be moving about mm-hmm. something. But here's the thing. If you get mom on a beach with a lawn chair and a book she can sit there for quite a while. Like yeah. it's just got to be the right environment. You get her into an abundant environment where she's looking out on water. You know, honestly, that's her heaven. That's or where she like wants to be. even like the backyard. Yeah. She loves nature. Nature. Nature's great. She loves nature. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that's so cool that she's so like go, 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 but then she still has that second to want to like look at the trees and sit outside and talk about the peonies she wants and all these flowers she would love to have and things like that. It's pretty you, wholesome. You know, it, it is. Do you know what's interesting? I don't know a lot of lazy moms. I think, you, I think moms are hardwired 
to just always be on the go. Like I know that some people like their quiet time and their me time. And mom is like that. She likes to isolate occasionally when things are going crazy and she just wants some quiet time to herself. But I feel like all moms, something happens during the childbirth process where you just automatically, you sacrifice most of you for that other small creature. And I shouldn't call babies creatures because I was a creature too. But you know what I'm saying? It's like you you sit there and you see like all these things that are going on and you, you focus solely on this little baby. And then it's always, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. And it's hard to let that go. And we're getting to the place, this is scary, where we're going to be empty nesters in the next yeah. couple years like you're a junior in high school I'm I'm like a senior now I think I had my last notes sheet today seriously yeah so you are officially into your summer before your senior year which means in one year you're going to be off to college and mom and I and our dog Jack it's just going to be the three of us so then she's probably going to put all of her love and focus on this furry beast laying at my feet or maybe a new beast maybe like a, a different kind of dog or Something like that, maybe? Maybe, I don't know. I mean, she has been looking at puppies an awful lot lately. I mean, I have two, but... That scares me. Why? Oh, because the last one we had? Yeah, yeah. We, had a, we, we had a Lemon Law puppy we had to bring back because Jack tried to eat it twice. Yeah, it was a really cute puppy, too. I know. I bet she's, like, full grown and now. And cue the tears because Bailey just has started crying if you listen to this. Oh, but yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, so moms, so moms, let me, why don't you tell a funny story about your mom or a, or a story of something that she's done recently. I mean, because she is always... And this is a love letter to our mom. So if we wanted to tell our moms how much we love them, maybe we could do oh, it through a story. Well, um, recently me and mom have embarked on a health and fitness journey together. Oh, very nice. Talk a little bit more so about that. We follow the same diet. We have yoga in the morning and, and we kind of like spend that first hour or two of the day sort of together. And it's, it's cool because I, I, I haven't seen mom's routine so much in isolation because in the beginning I was like I don't gotta go to bed till three and I was up at like 10 or so and I kind of miss because because mom is a morning person she doesn't know how to sleep in so it's usually like like 6 a.m wake up any day for her and I was missing it so now that I'm in a similar um sort of schedule I get to like see her more and doing yoga is really fun together I enjoy it a lot yeah wouldn't you say that the mornings are the best part of the day. Depends. I I noticed that for me, when it's morning time, I feel really great. But then I realize, oh, I have the whole entire day to do something. And I'm just like waiting for something like dinner, basically. Because yeah. once once like school works over, I'm going to be spending a lot of time just like, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. You know, what's interesting about that. And, and I love that you and mom are getting up and doing yoga several times a week. And, you know, you're you're sharing this time together and you're bonding through exercise and the way you eat. I think that's awesome. You both look fantastic. Thank you. And it got me thinking about how during quarantine early on, I was doing the same thing. I was sleeping in a little bit later. I don't need to get up. So I was really off my schedule and it threw me for a loop. So schedules first and foremost are important for me. But one of the things that mom and I had never done until quarantine was have a coffee date every morning because she would have her coffee while I was on my run. And then I would get back and stretched and she'd be in the shower already done with her coffee. So I was really missing that. And she said, well, why don't you just 
plan to have coffee with me in the morning. And I thought to myself, well, that means I'm probably going to have to get up about 45 minutes earlier than usual and go for my run so I can have all that done so we can sit down and have coffee. And for the last month and a half, that's exactly what I've done. So we've had a coffee date every single morning on the back patio when it's not freezing, looking out, listening to the birds, looking at the trees, and just really enjoying each other's time and having moments where we say, you know, we kind of set up our day with, you know, how do you feel? And not just saying good, fine, great. I I know you really have to, you have to say how you feel like, oh, I feel a little, um, I feel a little melancholy today, or I feel a little bit angry, or I feel a little bit excited because I've got this going on instead of just saying good. Because saying good doesn't really It's not a feeling. It's It's not a feeling. Be vulnerable keep telling that to myself be vulnerable honestly i i've actually i've joined like maybe two of those coffee dates yeah you've come out it's totally cool i love having coffee with my ladies and for bailey if she got up before four o'clock in the afternoon she could have coffee with us too i'd love to see her in the morning oh my god it makes her stomach hurt (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna beat you up you know she doesn't listen to this she says she listens but i don't think she does i hope she does she should she should be putting it out to her followers she's got a lot of followers on the gram she does and she's an artist She's an artist. So she should appreciate. I mean, we are like the Michelangelo of podcasting, if you think about it. We are sitting here painting a masterpiece as we speak. And this masterpiece is all about moms. Yeah, moms. We love them. They're great. I'm trying to think of some funny things that my mom used to do or some stories that my mom that I could share about my mom that would really encapsulate who she is. I have one. You have one. Mom of, saved my life once. Your I, mom saved my life? mom has my mom saved she my life. She saved once. your life. And oh, I, I, I no always idea. forget about this story because I was so little, but you know this story. It's pretty Let me hear it. Okay. So it was Wisconsin. I was probably like five or six maybe. And um I was like hungry so I went to the fridge to get some grapes and there was a huge black widow spider in there oh my gosh, and yes. I didn't see it, and I went to grab it and mom just like hit my hand and was like no and she saved my life oh my gosh really <laughs> yeah and it's crazy because still to this day black widows are like always in my dreams and like nightmares and I'm, I constantly think about them and I see them it's like not like in person thank god but Black widows are kind of a big like staple in my everyday That's life. That's interesting because black widows are in my dreams too. Like the Scarlet the Joe. The hot one? Ew. Scarlet Joe coming for you, girl. She's okay. Not as good <laughs> no, as Steph though. So maybe that's your spirit animal, but she saved your life because you could have got bitten. By, and, but and, what if it gave you superhero powers? Well, here's the thing. I I looked it up and they're not, they don't really kill people often, but as a tiny human, I can only imagine. Yes. Like it would be a little different from like a full grown man to like a seven year old piece of bones you know what i mean it's true so thanks mom for saving my life that one time that was pretty cool that is pretty cool i'm glad you didn't talk about the time where she almost drowned you at the water park when we looked down Uh, and saw you flubbing around like oh really oh god yeah tell me this i have not heard this story before so little we were sitting at a water park i think we were heading out to montana and we were driving out there and you were just little and we would always go to a, a like a a place that had a pool before we, and it might have been actually at the Wisconsin Dells. Maybe we weren't going to Montana, but that's not important. What's important is, you know, you've got this little tiny two-year-old in a swim diaper just kind of sitting there at your feet. And honestly, this pool was literally about two feet deep, right? It's not super deep. And, you know, we're sitting there, we're watching Bailey go down the slide and I'm sitting there and we're not paying attention to Emma. 
mom feels this kicking against her foot. She looks down and you're laying on your back, <laughs> water over your face, like flailing. And all you had to do was stand up. I know. But mom, of course, flung you up, picked you up and you're like, <laughs> first of then, all, how have I never heard this story before? Oh my God. I wish we had a oh picture God. of you. You were like flailing. And I think you could have just, you could have just stood up, but it was so funny. Like you didn't have the sense of that in the moment. Well, cause you're like, okay, I'm on my back now. How do I get from my right. back to my legs? I'm in water. I don't get it. And you were so little. Like and you the were babies so have a lot of fat, so they float. It's right? true. Yeah. And I heard babies can swim really well out of the womb. Yeah. That's why those water births are so good. They come out doing the backstroke, man. <laughs> the afterbirth floats. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Yeah, good soup too. Oh. Um, God, why did we go there? What are you doing what to me? You, what are you doing to me? I don't know. Yeah, but that was a funny story. But I like that you that you say your mom saved your life. And she saved your life more than once. I can imagine. Sure. I'm sure you did too. Like Bailey in the motorbike accident. Oh, geez. That's another story. We'll, we'll talk about that maybe on camping outdoors or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Good one. Yeah. Um, for me, you know, why do I love my mom? I'll tell you what. I'm going to transition to why I love my mom. So my mom, Mary Pat, MPT, I love my mom because she is another one of those amazing human beings that always is thinking of other people before herself. Now, I like to think about myself a lot. Um, and I don't always think about everybody else. Sometimes they make it about me. My mom never really made it about her. It was always about someone else. And to this day, she's still that same person. Um, whether it's, you know, helping out at the church or whether it's reaching out to a friend or, you know, making these amazing like popcorn cakes and things like that during the holidays. She used to take um, a little old lady shopping you know, every oh, Saturday she'd go and pick her up and, you know, she'd take, you know, Mildred down to the grocery store and she'd take her around and let her shop and we'd go back and deliver, you know, drop the groceries off and help oh, her unpack. She was so always sweet. so kind to the elderly and she learned that from her mom and, and dad, uh, my grandpa Skipper and my grandma Helen, um, another amazing woman, you know, and it, it just, that's, that's something that they instilled in her and she just carried that on. So she was always giving. I think that's what's, that's what's important about, you know, why moms are so special is because they're just so giving. They don't, I'm not saying they're sacrificing everything. Like they're still powerful, strong women, but they are, they're, they're very much aware that there's so many people around that, that could use help. And I'm going to be that bright ray of sunshine, uh, during their day. And that's something that my mom, that's why I love my mom because she is that person to me. And I'm, I'm sure she's that person to you as well. Honestly, when I whenever I think of grandma, I think of her passion for chicken at the picnic, the family picnic, and her oh just she's like, "Where's the damn chicken?" Yeah. We're all like, "Where's the chicken?" Like, where is it? Well, she's but, in charge of the chicken. That's I why, know, and she is very much over controlled in that regard. Where she everything has to be perfect, and if one thing goes wrong, all hell breaks. But loose. she pours her soul into that chicken, and she makes sure it's right. And if it's not, she'll do something about it. And I love that. That's true. And she always takes her her little grandkids to. Hoyles to get our charm bracelets and then we go to um go to the water park after and go sit in the hot tub for a bit and it's like really it's nice to have a grandma that really does things and like loves you and it's always true. wants to well and you've got you got some very nice grandmas your I grandma do. sharon as well oh, mom's right, mom yeah. yeah grandma sharon do you have any stories about grandma sharon at all because I, I know that she is an avid listener her and pappy are all over yes corn talks i just remember a lot of fun memories of the house like when um when i was really little i'd be at the house and 
And I'd sit on grandma's lap in her like uh, rocking chair and we'd watch like Snow Buddies or Space Buddies or like any of those fun buddy movies or or we'd, we'd wake up early and have coffee and play Old Maid or we'd, we'd look at the birds outside. Or we'd go for walks together. And yeah. Yeah, she's of, another one. That's yeah. that's another like mom's love of nature comes from grandma Sharon. Yeah. Like she just being outdoors and being outside amongst the trees and by the water. Like it's, it's really super cool. You have some amazing grandmas who are unbelievable. Well, I mean, grandma Sharon's kind of the reason that I have like a bird watching book because as a kid, I'd always have, I'd grab Pappy's binoculars and I'd be like, what's out there? And I'd like look at birds and now I have a bird watching book in my room. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Birds are super cool. Yeah. But I mean, I think that all moms on days like today are being celebrated for all the things that they do for us. And we couldn't do or be who we are without them. Like none of us would be here without a mom. Everybody has a mom. That's yeah. just science. You know, I mean, that's just how it is. But Jesus, though. Oh, geez. I don't <laughs> want to talk about this. So we don't have to talk about it. Oh, he's a mom. Am I saying? Does he? Yeah, he it, was he was birthed. It was the immaculate conception. <laughs> I thought he was he was birthed by that lady in the ranch. Yeah. Oh my god. You're really oh my diving god. deep here. You mean we Mary and Joseph? Have, yeah. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> we might have to cut that part out. No, it's totally it's perfect. You know a lot. And you aren't you taking Bible history right yeah, now? Yeah, but we don't do Jesus. We do like like Adam and Eve and like Abe just everybody. Abraham. No, what am I what am I saying? Yeah, Abraham. Cain and yeah. Abel? Yeah, we did that. We've Job. Done, yeah. The all, book of Job. All of these. Exodus, Leviticus this is, numbers. This is a tangent that's not necessary. No, but I totally get it. No, but yeah, you're right. Everybody has a mom and moms are extremely special to all of us. And we love our moms for many, many reasons. Uh, there's sometimes when we don't like them, <laughs> like if they say something or do something that, you know, we think is out of line, especially, you know, when you're younger. Uh, but we always come back to understanding that even if you have a moment where you're not particularly happy with your mom, you know that they're always going to be there for you and they would drop anything to help you out. I can't think of a single time that mom fully lost her composure and just went ham and roasted me. I can't I can't think of any time where she wasn't being super kind and understanding to me. Like, I don't even... It's a foreign concept. Yeah, she's sure. not like a like a mom like that. No, and she's Grandma Pat really isn't either, I feel like. I'm sure you were a mess when you were younger oh, and everything. I deserved everything I got. Yeah. Totally, 100%. I will accept full responsibility for my being a little... Yeah. You know, that's true. But I mean, think when you get down... When you get down to it, um, they're just... They're just humans with hearts and they love, they love you. Mm -hmm. So as we wind this episode down, let's just share, you know, our final thoughts about this very important mother's day, this special time where we celebrate our moms. Um, what do you want to leave as a lasting impression? So when mom listens to this, cause I don't think she's listened to many of these episodes yet, mm -hmm. but when she listens to this one specifically, what do you want her to hear? I just want to say thank you for really squeezing me out. That was impressive. I know it took a toll on the bod, but much appreciated. Well, you were 15 pounds. That's how Damn, much you were. No, I'm big. kidding. I'm <laughs> I was like, how much was I like? You were 714, I think. 714. Which is interesting because you were born on 614. Crazy. And I love the number seven. Do you really? Yeah, yes. you were seven pounds something. I'd have to go and look. Um, it was weird though. I thought we found you in the bathroom at Walmart. You know, I. No, it's you were a born. You were born in Janesville, Wisconsin, and Grandma Mary Pat was there. 
At Mercy Hospital? Oh my gosh, good memory. Well mm-hmm. done. Yeah, you were surrounded by all sorts of people then. You and I saw that, know. that fat squirrel on your on your face oh, and I was man. like, I want to go back in there. It was warm and Seriously. this guy's freaking me out. This beaver face is not good. Yeah, it's kind of scary. It is, but you know what? It it was it, it caused me to realize that I need to shave it off so you could see all five of my chins. It was scary. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but that's I mean, that's really nice. But yeah, thank you, Mom. I love you the mostest. I appreciate everything you've done for me and Bailey and Brandon because he needs it. I do. I need some serious help. And for my mom, MPT, I just wanted to say I love you very much. I don't always show you that, but I do mean it sincerely. You have done so much for me and given me so many of my strong values that allowed me to be a better husband, a better dad, and just an overall better human being. That was nice. That was very nice. I think she'll like that. I hope they're all crying right now. I hope so too. And I love it. I love making people cry. Well, in the in the best way possible, like kicking them in the shins too. Like if you kick a person in the shin, you can't. They can't help but cry. It hurts like a mother. Well, Bailey has carpal tunnel, so don't touch your wrists right now. Yeah, or she will cry at you. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, I this is gonna bring some tears to people's eyes because they're gonna realize after they listen to this that they should reach out to their mom and say, "Hey, happy yeah. Mother's Day. I love you, and can you come do my laundry?" Sorry, I ruined your body for that little bit, but you yes. know. Yeah. That's it. I think that's it. All right. So here we go. Well, in conclusion, um, happy Mother's Day. Make sure to text your mom or send a note or, or something. Or send them a Marco Polo. Oh, Grandma gross. Mary Pat and Grandma Sharon love them some polos. Just shoot them a text and say you love them and appreciate them. I'm sure they'll appreciate that a lot, too. Emma is deflecting the polo. I hate Marco she Polo. She resists the polo. I resist it at all costs. But you used to play it in the pool all the time before you almost drowned. <laughs> yeah. And we just brought it back full circle. Circle. <laughs> you know, if it makes you feel better to make fun of me, you can do it today, but you are not doing it on Father's Day. No one really... Okay, fine. Okay. All right. So, um, thank you for listening. We love all our listeners so much. If there's any new listeners, hi and welcome. Um, any final thoughts from you? I'm just going to say happy Mother's Day and we are out. All right. Peace out. Bye.